What's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Riding Dennis here tonight. Uh, no guest. Still just the two of us. Just the yeah, two of us. Yeah, I know. I'll drop Well, I was going to drop it in. Riding crushed it. We can make uh, it if we try. <laughs> just the two of us. You and so I. So it's... Uh, God, he's killing it. I want to try to put the music in there with just you singing. So we got a uh, we got a good show tonight. We got a, had a lot going on. I've definitely had a lot going on. Been traveling. It's a, it's a little late, so uh, sorry for the yawns. Riding, I've already heard him doing it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna get through it. Um, so yeah, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. What's up, HVAC crew? Ryden here. Dennis is over there. But we wanted to make a quick announcement. I know I talked about it earlier this week on a story that we're going to do a hat giveaway. And that is exactly what we're going to do. Winners are going to be announced on episode 52 next week after this one airs and you hear this. So I'm going to publish a post on either Saturday or Sunday. Like the post, subscribe to us, tag a buddy in the trade, and tag a beverage that you think we should talk about. It could be alcoholic beverage, because you know we drink the beer on here any day of the week, just so you guys can hear about cool local brews. But you know what? Maybe there's a cool local soda shop or something you guys like to drink that maybe we should talk about. So, you know, tag them in here and let's let's support some other local businesses too. So, uh, you know, with that, D, what are you drinking, bro? What am I drinking? Well, I'm actually... Uh... It's not local. It's uh oh, and shit break does it? not approve of your non-local beer. <laughs> um, I'm just going with a little Yingling flight tonight. Ooh. Um, you know, it's actually a, a good light beer. Ah, uh, you know, we've got a great Yingling stories later. Oh yeah, well there you go. Um, yeah, I actually found it in cans, which is nice. It, uh, for my mini fridge down here, it doesn't really take up a lot of room. Um, yeah, good light beer. I've got most of my neighbors on it now. Get them off that Bud Light for crying out loud. Um, just give me a Bud so Light. Yeah. yeah, Bud Light sounds good. Bud Light, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Riding with his random Boston accent. 
What are you drinking on? So I'm drinking a local brew. Um, <laughs> all right, dog. Yeah, he, he chimes in. He's like, "Yeah, local brew. What is it, Dad? What do you got?" <laughs> so it is from Resident Culture Brewing right here on Central Avenue in Charlotte. It's called Island Time. It is a Mexican Ooh. style lager. Four point five percent. That's right down my. That's right down right my alley. Down the alley. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting looking can. It'll it'll make for some great uh, social media content. Let's see, Let's see how this sounds. Oh, oh. you drugged that one out a little bit. <laughs> oh man, you can't. It, so it's a Mexican lager with lime, but you can you can really get the the lime hint to it when you pop it. That's nice. I'm trying to think of who makes that salt lime lager that I've had. Oh, that's good. Good job, Resident Culture Brewing. Cheers to you. Nice. And I made sure to put it in uh, my brand new... Well, it's not brand new. It's a couple weeks old, but I keep forgetting to talk about it. Uh, it's my uh, new to me and new to y'all Charlotte Football Club or Charlotte FC Koozie. So you're going to so you're gonna jump on the wagon, huh? Uh, well, according to Crystal, MLS? I am. According to Crystal, I am. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to mess with MLS. I really don't, honestly. But now I've got a very good friend of mine. Well, I'll say very good friend. A very good acquaintance of mine. He runs a podcast called Top Ben. Um, He got mentioned on the TV broadcast the other day, but he's he started a podcast a couple, maybe a little over a year ago, about the same time we did, um, covering you know local soccer and some different stuff. But he's actually been able to be a big part of helping Charlotte FC get off the, get off the ground. So good on you, Jorge. Okay. And, uh, I'll actually think about this. I'll put a link to some of his stuff and give him a little plug later on too. Cause that's what this, this show is all about guys. That's all this, right. You know, it's hundred percent blue collar right here. Everybody help out everybody. Yeah. Before we jumped on, I was on the, on the Instagram, uh, watching some installs gotta love that i miss installing so that's about the closest i can get um just watching some of these guys knock it out so keep those keep those videos coming um i do have a little something here i was wanting to drop got a voicemail here it's short but this is what you're gonna have in tech support um brace yourself for this one Uh, never really thought this would happen, but uh, here we go. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Volume wasn't up. Uh, it sounds like Jeremy again. Uh, He's having a tough time out there. Yep, yeah, Jeremy's having a rough go of it. Yep. It just, it just, cut, just cut off, off. right there. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he died. I'm not sure what happened. It's just like a, it sounds like a scene <laughs> from Sharknado. It does. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, Jeremy. Ugh. These guys are killing me with these voicemails. I know, right? Um, speaking of, speaking of voicemails, I, uh, 
as everybody knows, I've taken on uh, another state for tech support. Um, the guy that was helping me out in Georgia retired. So, um, yeah, so the call volume I've been having, we had some 80-degree temps. Uh, it's been pretty high, not yeah, going to lie. He's been a little bit busy. Uh, <laughs> not going to lie. A little bit busy I wasn't <laughs> between that and... Uh, our training class last week and you traveling for training a few days this week it's been a tidbit yeah i'm burning the candle it broke both ends that traveling killed me man this i just can't it felt like i was up there so i I went to to rochester rochester (laughs) there it is (laughs) i went i flew up there tuesday morning class was on wednesday and Thursday for a half a day and then flew back and dude I felt like I was up there for two weeks it just I got back in last night this morning back at the branch hit it again um you know I were, we're shorthanded in the branch so I come in there all willing to help out and I cannot get off the phone um it just is what it is. Oh, I, yeah. I want to try to help out or help you out. And this riding's up there. I heard a nice little conversation uh, you had with a contractor on the counter. Uh, you had him on speaker. And he I, was trying and, to get some flex. Well, and, and now to say that, I do not put anyone on speaker if there's anyone else in there. Right, right. But, of course not. When you're literally, it, it rained all yeah, day. So when, when you're running and gunning the counter by yourself, it and you're trying to type stuff, and you got other people walking through every now and then, it's sometimes easier just put it on the horn for a second. But yeah, no, um, you know, I've had I've had multiples of these. It's amazing how many times I've been fired by people that never did any business with me at all in the last two years. Um, right. It's just awkward. Well, man. well, the headache is, you know it. No matter what you do, it comes across like you're just being a dick and you don't care. You know, um, right? But we but we sell stuff. But, like, why wouldn't yeah, we want to? Trust sell me. Something? The last thing I want to do is tell somebody no. But there's a difference in the guy that's bought six hundred thousand or sixty thousand to a guy that's bought six hundred dollars in the last two years. Right, and I can't, you know, which is basically just pops in. Yeah, it, it pops in when it's convenient, you know, and sounds bad again, but he's not, he's not really our customer, and right. and then it's going to sound like, well, you're not trying to make him your customer. Well, you know, anything else he needed, we got you. I just couldn't sell him flex because I don't have it. Right, you know. So it's just, you know, it's. It is what it is. I mean, we've yeah. Been, I heard he was upset though. Oh, he, he was, was getting, he was a tidbit um, ornery, and riding was just like, dude, I, I don't I don't have it. I just can't. And uh, you know, and it's uh, you sit there for a minute, and it's like you sound like the fight, and your voice is gone. You're like, no, dude, sorry. It's like seriously, I'm. Trust me, this is not <laughs> the answer I want to give you either. But um, right. I have no other choice. You know, he's like, well, I buy stuff from y'all all the time. I'm like, you know what? I'm not always in the branch. I'll look. 
And when I go and look and you've bought $640 in six months, you don't yeah, buy that's... here, dude. I'm sorry. I, I can't. There's a level I can't bend the rules for 10 boxes of flex for someone that's never bought anything here. When I've got guys that are desperately needing it that have already hit their, you know, hit an allocation number and I can't really help them anymore till next month anyway. It's a, uh, it, well, and that brings us back to, I don't know how many episodes back we talked about partnering with a distributor. Yeah. Um, I don't care which one you partner with. I just think that's a good idea. You have to, it's, uh, it is become a partner with a distributor, you know, just like, uh, we had, um, Keith Flores on here, right? He yep. has a distributor and he's got to find one that works for him. Yep. He didn't say he bebopped all over town who had the lowest price. Oh, I'm going to sell this brand today. Oh, I'm going to sell this brand tomorrow. Oh, they got some flex over here. I'm going to go over here. He's, he doesn't do that, right? He's got a very successful company. Um, whether you're large or small, <clears throat> I think you need to partner with one. And uh, and that's and that's not us saying that you shouldn't buy anything from another distributor. That's not it either. But you're no, you know in right. most cases you have a primary. Well, you got meat and potatoes. Yeah, you get you got buying. meat and potatoes that gets probably anywhere from sixty to ninety percent of your business. And then there's another distributor that probably gets twenty to twenty five, and then another ten or so which gets peppered you know everywhere else. Typically. Right. Well, there's a lot of stuff. I say a lot. There's stuff that we don't carry because we just, it's not our market. Yep. So, you know, there's some, there's certain supply houses that are very service driven with, if it comes out and it's new, they bring it in, right? They don't care whether it don't sell. They just bring it in. Um, newest, latest, greatest. Then you got some that just carry what sells. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I remember in Atlanta, I would, you know, we bought from a distributor. We bought our equipment from there, all our metal and materials. But if I needed some service stuff, just weird tools or alligator clips or whatever, I had to go this other place. It's just what it is. Um, and and every every distributor can't have everything. It's impossible. That they're not going to have every single brand you want of every single thing. Now, if they do, you got lucky. Throwing right. that one out there. But, you know, most most distributors have, you know, different purchasing partnerships and different things that they have to deal with, just like you do. Um, and, you know, a lot of guys, they, you know, that they'll feel that it's sometimes hard to deal with five or six distributors. You know, on our side, we deal with, you know, oh, let's see. I think we have almost... 200 plus vendors that we purchased from just in Charlotte alone to be able to put the stuff in the warehouse that these guys, you know, you know, wow. Well, you know, you order an 80 line item ticket, but most of the time these guys don't realize that, you know, out of 80 line items, I would say probably 70% of them. That's the only thing we get from that place is one of those on items in a lot of cases. Right. Um, so you know, there's there's a ton of there's a ton of purchasing and back end support um, 
that it takes to, for for distribution, just like it does for a contractor. Um, it's just it's just structured different. Um, right. And you know, another thing that I've dealt a lot with, you know, lately too is, um, we have a lot of people that are calling to try to get warranty parts for equipment that our manufacturer built, but we didn't sell. And right. that's, that's and that's that's a whole nother ball of wax because you know we don't make money on warranties either, guys. We don't. But and we sure as hell don't make money on a warranty on a piece of equipment we didn't sell or make any money on. You know, for us to for us to warranty a motor for a for another brand of of the same manufacturer that we didn't sell, it takes almost two hours worth of manpower time to enter and process and do all the things with that claim. Someone's got to pay that guy to do it. Yeah. There's a lot of legwork. You know, there, to, there's a lot of legwork to warranties. And, you know, if Dennis didn't have enough legwork to do with some stuff, um, at an upper level with warranties, you know, he's got plenty more to deal with now. Um, <laughs> but it, I mean, that's just, that's part of the game. You know, we roll with the punches. We, you know, we went, you know, we went a few, we lose, lose a few then we rebuild and we keep going that's what we do right um do you feel like supply chain is getting better it, well you know i can't keep up you i know can't I mean? keep up with it man every other damn day there's another email about somebody else's price increase um i, I yeah but is the product coming in seems like well you know things that we were having trouble with last year now are in some cases outside of flex um, in some cases are clearing up and then things that we had no issues with last year have now become a major pain in the ass. So it's, it's, right. you know, it's same problem, different vendor, different day. Well, there you go. You know, I've got, I've got a poor guy that's got a, a commercial fan that we were quoted. It would be done in six weeks. It's been another four since then. And they still can't tell us when they'll get the last components to finish this fan. You know, this guy's, you know, saying, he said, man, I'll, I'll send somebody to Florida and pick it up now. I was like, well, you can send them down there, but if they don't have the stuff to build the rest of it, he's just going to sit there for however many weeks it takes for him to finish it. Right. I, I can't make it go any faster. Is it a big ass fan? No, it's not a big ass fan, but it is a big old ass fan. Oh, okay. So it's not that no, brand. No, it's, it's not that brand. It's, um, I think it's a down blast. Yeah, it's a, what a it's great a, marketing it's, know, that right? is. Big ass fan. Are those? Are they all over? Are they? Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're company. big now. Because you know they got so, big ass fans, big ass company. Since the last episode, I guess a lot has happened. Um. Corey's little Mazda. We finally. I have not posted pictures yet. Um, cause we still had a few little things to do, but the B 2500 got some new shoes. Yes. So I lowered this thing on a sat. Well, it was last Saturday. So I had to get up at eight o'clock and run a five K with my daughter for a little, uh, they called it girls on the run. Um, mm. She'd been training for it. It's, you know, it's a big old thing in Rock Hill. But um, 
So, ran the 5K, got back home, started jacking it up, getting everything off. So it was getting all this. <laughs> that sounded, that sounded good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, draw insert. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what she said. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, got it all stripped down. Um, oh, just the way you like it. <laughs> and had about three hours to work on it. Then I had a flag football game. So I got one side finished. Um, upper control arms, lower arms, shock springs. Um got back from flag football did the other side and then i had to put a flip kit on the back which rotating the uh flipping the leaf springs over that was a little weird hadn't done that in a long time um but i'm gonna tell you man i was whipped it it crawling around in the driveway because you know no lift i got scratches all over my head where i kept hitting shit um my knees the next day, my back, dude, I'm just not cut out for that anymore. Um, if, but it looks good. It looks good. And and if you hadn't figured it out, everybody, uh, Dennis is absolutely a jack of all trades. <laughs> um, well, I'm just gonna tear in there. I'm gonna tell. <laughs> hey. I wonder if we got sirens. I'm gonna going just on tear in there. I'm gonna tear in there and tear it apart and just figure it out. I mean He doesn't believe you, Dennis. He's not been around know. you long enough. Oh shit break. <laughs> A whole shit break. Now I was gonna say, uh Do you know the rest of that that quote though? The jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, because that's what everybody. So many people don't forget, and maybe it, or so many people do forget, like the rest of that. Like they just ended at that. It's like it's so. Speaking of little quotes like that, I I heard one. I heard it. I got well. I heard a new one in the airport. Um. Uh, Jody, uh, a sales rep for us, uh, was talking to some guy i guess it was just a stranger hanging out waiting on the plane and uh she's like yeah i had trouble or no i said i said i can't sleep in a, a hotel anymore i just the pillows aren't right i just can't get right and she's like man i slept like a baby and he said oh you woke up every two hours <laughs> <laughs> never heard that i got to thinking you know what he's right like baby sleep like shit this like, is true He's like, you woke up every two hours hungry. I'm like, she didn't really get it at first, and I'm like, dude, that is a that's awesome. <laughs> Never heard I, I that. was waiting for you to be like, he was gonna be like, yeah, you did, because you are a baby. I was waiting for that, right? Yeah. Sorry, Jody. So, yep. <laughs> so we got on the notes here. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into it, Kristen's Vegas ER bill. Oh, did we talk about this before? I don't remember. So. When, when I don't think we went over the itemized. No, well, I, we just got that. Just got that okay. uh, yesterday. Um, no, so when 
when Dennis and I were in Vegas, uh, Kristen also was out there. She she was staying in a hotel next to us while we dealt with the conference, and then she and I stayed a couple extra days in Vegas. Um, but unfortunately, she ended up making a Vegas ER or urgent care visit. Was it the shellfish? Yeah. She had like a... Okay, we did we did talk about it, but we never went back over the... Yeah, so she had a really weird shellfish allergy reaction. And I was supposed to be going to watch Jay Leno do stand-up while she's uh, taking an Uber to the hospital. So I felt like a great husband. Good, good job <laughs> winning points there. Um, the interesting thing is, so overall... The emergency room bill was just north of $33,000. Wow. The interesting thing is the price levels of certain things that they charged for. So let's see on here. So a, I'm going to butcher these royally. Oh, the mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Famotidine, oh, yeah. I think I nailed that, oh, which is Zantac. One pill, $244. Dang, I'm in the wrong business. No joke, let's see. And then, let's see, a sodium, I guess because they were trying to get electrolytes and everything leveled out with all this because she was a bit dehydrated too. It is Vegas, it happens. Yep. It's very dry. And uh, just sodium, just, just sodium. Let's see, <laughs> this thing was uh, $690 or $639 for salt. Yep, jeez. Let's see, her CMP blood panel $1,766. Oh, here's a push. So, a push for non medical people is when they literally just push the drug into your IV. So it's literally, they plug it in, push it. I'm going to need a push. So this one, let's see, $440 per push. She got pushed 26 different things. Let's see. Her pelvic CT Twelve thousand six hundred and thirteen dollars. Oh, they just threw that in. Oh there. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think we need to run. I think we need to do. Let's one see. Of these. Prego test because you know they test for that too. One thousand seventy-five dollars. I mean, wow. <laughs> it, it's not even that much to have a baby, is it? Uh, probably. I guess that's one well, not to conceive it anyway. Right. <laughs> God, but I mean, really, what was this other one? Let's see. Highest bill code, 3M level 5. Supposedly is the highest bill code in the ER. 5228 bucks for whatever the hell that was. Yeah, but like all in all, about $33,000. The crazy thing is, is I will chalk it up to our company's insurance for kicking some arse on this one for me. So... Thirty-three plus thousand dollar bill, we owe one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, that just kind of tells you what. So, I mean, if that doesn't tell you about inflation and freaking jacked up charges, I don't know what does. 
Hmm. So, gentlemen, that brings me to a very, go that up. brings me to a very important <laughs> point. And I know we talk about this all the time. And I had, I wanted to have a conversation with a guy that was having me do some quotes today because it's okay to charge what you're worth. Now, I'm yeah. not saying to go charge $12,000 for a capacitor. Not what I'm saying. But it's okay to charge what you're worth. It's okay to build a business and make money. It's okay. You know, you're not ripping someone off doing the right thing and making money doing it. Right. You know, now is there a moral compass and a moral level? Absolutely, fellas. Yes, there is. Um, but... You know, it, you know, I, I've heard this. You got to put some value. You got to put some value though. on yourself, and there's a lot involved in. There's a lot involved in it. There's a lot involved in service. Um, so I think a lot of guys will, you know, they go to work for a company. Let's say it's a good middle-sized company, organized. They jump in a van. They hook them up with an iPad, right? They got they got everything set up parts are in their van maybe they see you know they, they they charge certain things and they're just like yeah but when you build a company from scratch and get it to that point there's a lot that goes into that there is that needs to cost money like there's just a lot that goes into that um that you got to charge for that that's not tangible Right? Like, it's not just a $7 capacitor, and what are we going to charge for that? You know? Yep. Um, I don't mean gas and insurance. I mean, that, you know, you can break all that down too, but I'm just talking about the sweat equity that goes into getting a company off the ground to be able to support other people. Yep. Right? Like, there's just a lot to that. And, got to charge for it i mean well and and i think some of it too is so i had a guy today call me and they're replacing the system but they were given the lady you know quite literally like four different ways they could update things on their ductwork like all the materials to do the full update for this was like 1100 bucks and then the other value you know values of materials between these other options was like 300 600 and 800 i'll be right. honest if it were me i would have just slapped 1500 on it added it to it because you know you're going to run into some other stuff anyway and fix the whole thing the way you should in the first place and base it off that yeah i mean i mean you're, you're not so some you're of these options that the we give a homeowner yeah, you're not really saving the homeowner that much and you're potentially leaving a headache open that they just decided not to fix that they're going to be bitching about later that you probably didn't fix well and the homeowner's probably not going to grasp what you're they don't selling. a lot of them don't um, i mean you can explain it but they're going to say well what's the difference between the 300 and the 800 that's it or and, well, and they don't I mean, know in most cases it's still going to work but it's but it's what it's not good like, what is it? <laughs> I mean, yep. Is it? Are you leaving mold in there? What are you doing? Like, why aren't we just ripping this out and starting over? I mean, 
I mean, my whole thing is, I mean, if the difference in your out-the-door price of fixing all the ductwork versus fixing two-thirds of the ductwork, if your out-the-door price to the homeowner is $200 different, I'm not showing her the fixed part of it. Just fix the thing. Right. Do it right. Get it over with. You know, you want it. And that's the other thing. You know, a lot of these companies now are starting to give, a, you know, two-year labor post-install. You know, you can believe in your install all you want. That doesn't mean something mechanical can't break at some point. I hate to say that, but it's true. And that's another year you just leave yourself open for, you know, trouble. Right. Um, and I know we talked about that before. I mean, you know, half the components that are going into systems the last two years are from the whichever one could get it to them. They're not always from the primary one. So who knows? We're going to see some weird shit. We're going to see oh, some weird stuff. Yeah. It's going to happen. I've been getting some fun little calls. Coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So speaking of duck work, the travel that I did. Yeah, let's talk about, the training. Talk about some training and traveling. Well, that was duckless. <laughs> so took some mini split training. Um. For a day and a half, and this is kind of so we can bring in some parts. Um, got to hang out with the tech support for this brand, and just kind of, you know, we went through all the product, how it works, a little troubleshooting. Um, anything, not to interrupt you, but like anything troubleshooting wise that you know was maybe a oh hmm, I hadn't thought about that. Well, so I will tell you, so on mini splits, um, they're very, they're very sensor driven, right? They're mister driven. Uh, but when you're talking about a communicating system with, that's constantly taking line and pressures, right? It's, and it's an inverter. It's going to try to make it work. So you can kink a line on one of the lines let's just say and it's going to slow the compressor down it's going to try to make it work till it so we did that to one we we kinked one um probably a 20 foot line set so they had a little mock house up in this uh school in the warehouse and they had just mini splits just mounted everywhere just all over the place um so we kinked one and it ran and ran and ran and the outdoor slowed down and everything slowed down and it ran and ran. It was probably, I swear it was 20 minutes before it even threw a code. Um, and depending on which line, right? It was low refrigerant pressure or whatever code. But if you got a unit that's running and it's just something's acting up, uh, but it stays running and it's just not keeping up. They told me one of the biggest things that they do on tech support is a four point temp check. So that's taking a line temp at both lines outside and then taking that line temp inside at the head on both lines and seeing if you've got a difference, right? Because um, some of the how do I say this? Um, 
a lot of guys like on a, on a standard head, right? One to one mini split with a wall hung. They like to cut those back flares off and solder them or we'll press, pro yeah, press, press, fit them. press fittings. Um, I'd rather you do any fit anything but cut and solder. I don't care if you can get nitrogen in there. That solder will get in there and cover up that quarter inch line because that's such a tiny hole um i see jeff and them on on instagram constantly using those fittings yep and it's just money if i was in the field right now doing mini splits there would be no flares the only flare i'd have would be at the outdoor unit and it'd probably probably be the flare the uh that fitting where that's a the flare's already made. You torque it on the unit, and then you just slide your pipe in, right? It's a, it's kind of a double fitting. Yep. I don't know what they call that. It's like a sharp bite type press fitting. Um, but yeah, taking taking a line temp inside and outside on a line, and then inside outside on the other line because they're both gas lines. There is no liquid line. Um, if you see four or five degrees, ten, you know this one we had a. 15 degree drop on it um you see a temp difference you got a restriction somewhere it's more likely a kink or solder's got in there and you might as well move on but see a lot of guys will try to hook a gauge to that and they'll start dumping refrigerant in there or it just becomes a mess um so yeah that was a good one uh the other one that i like to check is also on a standard mini split head just a wall you know on the wall there is where those lines go to the outside always seal that hole up because oh, yeah <laughs> you can take it so that the indoor ambient sensor is not at the top at least not on this brand it's on the right side there and it's pulling in outside air if you don't seal that up next thing you know the room is about 10 degrees overcooled. so yep and then you're trying to figure out why in the hell it's doing it right this, right this thermistor's uh, not working this thermistor's not working oh yeah <laughs> second yeah third third thermistor is still not working God, i remember us having to um, go to that job for that he was a wasn't he a lawyer Remember him? Well, that guy in South Charlotte no, 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 had that... McLaren in his driveway or in his garage. It was well, yeah, gym. but that one was that one was a, a conflicted between the app and the controller, and uh, yeah. I'm talking about the one that ran through the the block. Oh yeah, that was those guys over in uh, God, you had to go in the middle of nowhere for that job too. It was way out there. Yeah, so they went out there to install it, and they drilled a hole in the wall. It was a little cabin. He drilled a hole in the sheetrock, you know, your two-inch hole. Then he's like, oh, what is this? Oh, it's a block wall. Well, first he had to go through the stud wall. Then he went through block. Then on the outside, it was wood. Went through all that. So when they shoved the lines through the wall, they sealed it up outside where the, uh, you know, the line height is. But the air handler was pulling air up through the block. Yeah, because they didn't seal up the rest of the hole. Yeah, so on a certain day, it did okay, right? But then as soon as there was a big temp difference between the outside and inside, it was over. 
So, seal up the holes, boys. Now this is, um, I was going to say, now this is random as crap, but talking about drilling holes and from the outside on house, we had one of our, uh, one of our contractors in there this week. We always like to talk about how great his son's mullet is. So, so you know, oh, oh, so you yeah. know who I'm referencing. Little jeggings. Yes. Or little, uh, jorts. Yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, his, his daddy was in, it was in the uh, shop this week. And he was talking about a buddy of his that runs a company that they're doing like wall insulation with some kind of like water-based, um, like insulation. But to do it, they're like, they're doing it on houses that are all like siding and they'll rip off like a piece of siding, like all the way around the house, like around the middle of the wall. And then they're taking like a four inch hole saw and they're cutting freaking holes like you know every 14 inches in the middle of the you know envelope between the studs and then they're shoving the freaking uh i guess like hose for this insulation in through the wall from the outside and insulating everything on the the inside of the wall and then sealing it back up from the outside but he said this these guys are you know they're having a lot of trouble with their whacking freaking refrigerant lines in the walls and, and yeah, our, and our buddy's having to go, he's having to go back and, and fix them all for his, for his buddy. And he's like, man, he said, he said, I'm so ready to, to finish converting over to press fitting so I can stop having to try to braze in a freaking wall. Yeah, no, I would not be brazing that. He's like, not a fan. Because if you do press fittings, right, you press them and pull a vac. Yeah, it's done. You don't have to purge nitrogen through there. That's where it starts. And, you know, just it's a huge pain in the ass to brace something like that. Yep. Um, If I was in the field right now, I would be doing very little brazing. Not going to lie. Yep. Very little. And it's not that it's just that... it's time, you know, there's just other things you can take time on. Um, leaks. I mean, those fittings, uh, I just, I don't know. I seem like I trust them. They're pretty solid. No. They're rated yeah, really yeah, high. They're, they're PSI. super high PSI. They're very well built, no matter which brand you're using. Because um, there's, you know, right three main big ones. But... No, that's. I think it's the way it's all headed, and you know, if if it were me again, I'd be doing the same thing too. Yeah. But so this school I was at, um, I was gonna look up the the. I got just a brief little history on it. So it's called iTech, um, and this was in Rochester. So Rochester. <laughs> so there's a company up there, Isaac, and Ryden may know more about them. Big company, Isaac's. Yep. Uh, got some red vans. So the teacher for this school came in and said, basically what happened is Isaac's was pretty small. They had trouble getting kids out of school. There was no, there was no kids they could get. To build this company they literally just couldn't find people to build their company so 
they basically started a little program in the basement of one of their branches, one of their locations. Six, by the way, they got six locations. Um, started out with like a 12 by 12. And they had a little running system down there, did some training, started to grow. They kind of outgrew that. So then they built this, I think it was like 30,000 square feet, something like that. Um, tons of training rooms, big warehouse. They got a mock-up house out there. They got a mock basement. Uh, that's that one I sent you a picture of. It was like yep. really small ceiling with little light bulbs down there. It was basically, it looked like you were in a basement, but you just, you just walked in there right out of the warehouse. Right. But, um, lots of oil stuff, hydronic stuff. They had a mini house built with mini splits all over it. The thing looked like Swiss cheese where they're just <laughs> drilling holes everywhere. Um, so they're up to like 750 employees with six locations. And this school is a 12-week school. So you come in there, zero knowledge. In 12 weeks, you're in a van. But he said it's not a, there is no fluff. They get right to it. It is full hands-on. Um, and when we were there doing our little training, we basically rented out, just rented out a room, which was, they told us was like three grand for a day and a half. And that was, it had four big TVs in it. Right. You got a bunch of desks. I mean, it's just a room at the end of the day. Right. But, uh, yeah, we did some, uh, so there's reps that there was reps in there. There was tech support in there. There was, uh, branch managers in there. So no, no contractors. So we did, we did some hands-on showed guys how to make a flare and how do you pull a vac on, you know, on something. And, uh, cause there was some ladies in there from the branches so that you just giving them an idea of what's involved. But, um, yeah, it was interesting, man. That Isaac, company seems like they got got it locked down on rochester they look like it they've been around a long time from what what uh what yeah, like I know 75 years <laughs> well <laughs> and what's you know what's funny is is a couple years ago we were doing we were doing a sales exercise and this is actually how i kind of learned a bit about the company they were but um we were just doing a sales exercise like taking a look at you know how we how we do recruitment with contractors um, you know, there's, there's a lot of days I just see, see a van and I make a phone call cause I see the van, but right. you know, there's also times, you know, I see the van, I make a phone call. Maybe I didn't get anywhere with it. And you know, later that day, you know, I'm getting online or I'm looking, you know, well, the first thing I'm doing, I'm looking in our system, see if they're set up with us. Cause maybe I don't know them, but, but you know, maybe they do have an account. They get a part here and there. I just don't see it. Cause I'm not always in the branch to see, the foot traffic in and out. Yeah, you know, the last the last right. few weeks, the next month or so, I probably will be, but not all the time. Um, which is why sometimes I like getting in the branch because I get to just kind of, you know, you know, I had a guy walk in today and he's like, "Well, how long you been here?" I said, nine and a half years." Oh, well, I ain't never <laughs> seen you before. I said, "Cause I'm outside sales, man. I'm just not in here." He's like, "Oh, okay." You know, so I mean, there's there's still people I don't know. Um. 
but anyway, we were doing kind of an exercise on, on going through and evaluating contractors and just trying to see, you know, how well you pick up information, just looking at it and then retaining it. And they just, you right. know, I just so happened to stumble upon, upon them. Cause I just picked a random zip code and somehow that was, it was pretty much theirs. And then the other way we were fine, we found that based on, well, they're spread yeah. out pretty big. So we found it based on um, anyone that we knew that worked at a company through LinkedIn. That was the other way we found them. And I and somehow okay. there were like two people that worked at Isaac's that had connections through me through companies that I had met them at years ago. But now they're up there. Don't ask me how they got there from where I met them, but it's just interesting. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's kind of how I, I figured out a bit more who they were. And then when I saw you were talking about sitting, sitting there, taking your picture of old Jimmy Buffett and you're like, man, there's a lot of, a lot of units on these roofs that look familiar. I said, I wonder if it's that company that did it. And I wouldn't be damned if <laughs> later what that day you're like, yeah, that Isaac's company. I said, Hmm. All right then. Yeah. I, yeah. It's a, <clears throat> that was some, some kids funneling in there that morning, you know, like 20, 25 kids going in there that have their little class. <clears throat> um, and that guy knew of that Jasper school too. He said, yeah, there just needs to be more of these in the country. Uh, but you can go over there and take like basic electrical, um, plumbing. They had a whole section, had toilets and showers and all that hooked up. There were some guys out there putting a roof on like just trades full oh, so trades. they do like more they, they do multiple really yep man he's wanting to get into the he trades. just he just wants to be part of the show man you know Dude, he's he's, he's got to go to sleep he's like, trying to he's trying to make up for all the lost time that he missed <laughs> out that Riker snored on the show <laughs> speaking of which oh oh Riker turned 11 on Saturday Wow. The old mascot's getting older. That's getting up there for a dog. I know. All right, so Yeah, talk about the fun stuff. Not that, that wasn't fun. Oh, but let's let's right. get to the to the to the meat and potatoes, as we say. Well, so up here well, up in up there in New York, um there was about thirty of us in this class. And uh like I said, several distributors in there, so I met a little bit of every, everybody, right? So there was one, there was a three-person group. It was uh, Nancy. She was the ringleader of this group. Um, she used to be a tech. Now she's kind of over the sales and stuff at this. Uh, it was New England Supply, and it's just what you think. It's... Uh, no, it's not the Patriots, but it's really close. <laughs> um, so that was her. It was one of the guys that does all the takeoffs and all the quotes and the you know the load calculations and, and sizes all the equipment. And then you had the tech guy, which was my cousin from Boston. Now I have to ask the guy that does the quotes and everything. So do they do like industrial quotes for people or do they do oh, yeah. all the loads and stuff for their contractors or how does that work up North based on? No, no, no. So the contractor says, Hey, I got this 
three-story townhome. What's the best option I got? And maybe they send him plans or maybe they send him some stuff. He can do a block load. And he's like, all right, you need to get, you know, a, a three-ton outside. You need two of these heads and one of these heads and um, and just kind of builds it for them. Okay, you know? so he's me. I mean, he's you me got, to half yeah. of my people. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's what I'm yes. saying. You got contractors that call in, though, and say, hey, I need this, this, this. And they just pick it up and put it in. But he's there for that if need be. Um, but the their their tech support guy was a trip, and I don't remember his name. But he That's was how good of a time he Smite Pack. I mean, he was. I miss Smite Pack. <laughs> man, I could not get a, an audio with this guy, but he's like, and I can't even. I just can't talk to him, but it's just do it. It's um, so we first meet on the rooftop, you know, a little social and everybody was getting there and I could hear this guy talking and I'm like, I kept thinking it was the TV and I'm like, is that my cousin from Boston commercial on over there? It was like, no, it was, it's just this guy. He's like, Hey man, what's up? Uh, uh, where are you from? I'm like, Charlotte. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we uh, we we from Boston. I'm like, no, no way, shit. <laughs> no shit. I was like, dude, your new nickname starting right now is my cousin from Boston. My cousin from Boston. Um, I was like, so can you pocket and unpocket? He's like, are you really gonna start with that? Dahaba, Dahaba. <laughs> oh, I was like, what you drinking on there? He's like, a Boston lager. I'm like. You're seriously drinking that? Oh yeah. He's like, well, he's like, well, yeah. It's the salt and only beer you can drink. I'm from Boston. <laughs> they had him at the at the bar, and I'm like, he's like, oh yeah, drinking a lager. I can't, I can't say much. I'm, I grew up a huge Braves and Red Sox fan, and I'm still, a, I'm still a huge Red Sox fan. And I've got uh, a friend down here. She used to work at a at at one of my customers' places, but she's from New England, and and. She's got the accent too. It's great. Well, his his the load calculation guy, he's from the military, fresh out or still in, I think. And he's been living in Europe. He's like he's like, "Man, I'm so glad I lost that accent." <laughs> and I'm like, "You you haven't. <laughs> you just you just He's like, "Yeah, but I'm it. not." He's like, "But it's not like wicked bad." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, what did you just say?" <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, we say wicked a lot. Wicked. <laughs> and he yelled over at the other guy. He's like, you want another lager? He's like, yeah, wicked, man. Give me a wicked lager. It's freaking wicked hot up here. <coughs> oh, it was just all night. All night. Um, so we we go to a restaurant. We all eat, right? And this dude is crushing these Boston lagers. <laughs> he is. And you said he's just, what? He's like. Like shorter than both of us because we ain't, oh, we yeah, ain't he's, exactly he's, vertically inclined. He was five foot and had this like perfectly round pot belly on him. <laughs> From all it was Boston lager. There's just pure lager in that thing. And he had this scruffy beard and scruffy hair that just like he just got out of bed and he didn't give a shit, man. And But he was like tech support and he was slick like he was 
I started talking tech talk with him out there in the warehouse and um, he was telling me about all these calls he gets and because they're up there like yeah I'm sure it's a different it's a bit different oh it's a different animal like they're they got all these houses with crap duck work and oil stuff and they're just all going in there and, and just putting mini splits everywhere. I mean, that's what they're doing. And don't worry. So. There's plenty of homes down here with crap duck work, guys. You are not left out. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> uninsulated stuff, you know, it's just uh, heat only. Yep. All kinds of stuff like that, right? Plaster walls and ceilings where you just can't get to nothing. Um, so all these houses I've seen up there, they're pretty good size, but. It looked like Norm Abrams' like this playground. Oh yeah, it was all wood siding. All I could just see was just maintenance nightmare. But they all had like a fire escape coming out of the top window, coming down the side. You know, it was pretty neat. But yeah, we we closed it down about ten. Come back to the hotel, and he's like, "You want to you want to do a little nightcap? A little nightcap?" I'm like. What? Yeah, come on. Let's go to the bar and get a little nightcap. thought that's like, what okay. we just did. But all right, let's go. Yeah, I thought, yeah, it's 10 o'clock. Dude. I'm going to bed. We got training at 730 in the morning. Ah, come on. Get a little nightcap. He gets up at the bar <laughs> and the, the bartender's like, what What do you have? And I said, my my cousin Vinny over here from Boston will take a, take a Boston lager. He's like, no, nah, I'll take a Guinness. I'm like, what? He's like, all right, give me a lager. Give me a Boston lager. He gets it. And he's like, what's the born on date on this thing? This thing's skunky. He's like <laughs> scope, scoping it out. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, that's the last one. He's like, oh, this is skunky. Takes the lid off and just crushes it. I'm like, what the hell did you drink it for? <laughs> well, that's a good Boston lager. Can't let it go waste. Oh, man. It was, it was funny. Um, his, his nightcap turned into like a night case. Yeah, night case. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I got to go to sleep. So I just I just nursed one while he drank like six. He's like, you want another one? You good? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I just got this one. And I drank the same beer for 45 minutes. I'm like, all right, man, you good? You good? You ready to go to... Oh, and he, and he smoked too and... <sighs> He'd sneak outside, smoke him a little half a cigarette, come back in. I think he was uh, hitting the old menthols. Oh, I, he was just. I think he said he was like fifty-five, and he had like a six-year-old. They had a lot going on, man. I, I just, I just feel like the menthol. Plus Boston Lager. <laughs> oh, that just that aftertaste is no. Yeah, I'm out. Mm-mm, Not can't it. do it. Nope. So, yeah, so it was good. It was good training. Um, got some swag. You know, I learned a few more things, which is, you know, that's what you go for. Uh, you can't take it all in. Go to as many training classes as you can and get one or two things from each, and that's all you can do. That's how I look at it. Um, that's not saying stop paying attention after you get two things, guys. Just saying. Right. Well, 
I tell everybody when I do a class that I said, does anybody take music lessons for anything? Play guitar, drums, and you know, you usually get maybe one or whatever. Um, I was like, how long are those lessons? They're like 30 minutes to an hour. I'm like, exactly. Cause that is all that you can retain. Yep. <clears throat> you know, um, after that, you're just kind of, you're kind of in no man's land. So that's why I try to do two hour classes, you know? So yeah, what, what else have you had going on? You've been just working the branch. I've been working the branch. Um, a lot of it was, uh, you know, we just, just took us another price increase beginning of May. So, um, I'm still Jeez. finishing updating price sheets again. And I swear at the same time, I feel like I'm just wasting my time even trying to get them updated because <laughs> by the time I get them done, I swear they're not worth the paper they're printed on. Um, something on there has already changed by then. Um, I'm continuing to you know, have the conversations about M1 and changes with guys. And it's amazing that I still continue to just hear people that they're like, ah, oh, no, they're not really going to do it. They'll push it back. No, no, they're doing it, man. It, it's, no, it's, it's, this bad. is happening. Um, you know, I've got one guy that keeps getting pushed back from, from a builder that's, that's just saying, you know, just cannot accept the fact that this is happening and all he's doing is he's trying to give the contractor pushback 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 thinking that later on he can just try to come after him to even charge him less and it's it's getting ridiculous with the guy i mean builders are since i've been in hvac builders are just not really doing great for our industry nope i i just haven't seen it right they they want a lot for nothing. It's just it's just interesting to me that when you do a change out, it's a skilled trade. You do the same thing on a new house and it's not a skilled that's trade it. anymore. And that's, that's what ridiculous. Happened. And I don't know I don't know where that disconnect happened. No, I don't understand. Um you still have to do the same thing. The only thing is you're not tearing something out, but the rest is the same, if not more, right? You're running everything. Yep. Um, I just, I'm not a fan of that, man. I could talk about that for oh, hours. Oh, no, we could. I'm not a fan of it either. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, you don't, you can't do, you know, we don't do new construction. We do change, you know. Somebody's got to do it, though. Yep. Right? Somebody's got to do it, and somebody needs to get that, turn in the other way yeah in the other direction to where the builder has to make less on the hvac product that he's because i mean he's just a scheduler right like well you could charge more for it but he's not going to make as much for it i mean something's got to start leaning the other way i don't know what the answer is but the answer is we we, as in HVAC crew, mm -hmm. say, no, nah, man, I can only put it in for this. I don't care if you've got $10 million you're going to give me. It costs me, you know, X to put this thing in. And my guys are the same guys that do change out. Like, it's the same people. 
Um, con, you know, HVAC contractors have went to where you got subs, you got guys that you just they swing in, they put the ductwork in for you, set the set the indoor unit, and they go to the next neighborhood with a different shirt on, and they do their work and and you should be able to do that stuff in house with some guys and pay them well. Yep. And, but you can't, you literally can't. The builder has forced it like that. I mean, somebody's got to do new construction. No, oh, they do. Someone's got to do it. Um, and, uh, like I said, I, I'm continuing to see that, you know, and then I've got guys that, that are saying they're walking away from, you know what they what would have been the best contract they've ever had because they can't get the manpower to do them. I've got right. I've got a contract. Well, let's try not right to now. build. You know, a hundred in, in three months. Yeah. Right. What are we doing? Yeah, the, they had a builder want to give them another <laughs> fifty to a hundred homes. They're like, well, hell, we'd love to do it, but none of us can get get the flex to cover it. They can't get the flex to rough I'll- in a hundred homes. They can't get a flex to rough in one shit <laughs> well i want to see i want to see six months to a year to build a house again like what happened to that yeah do it right um or well, everybody right on the can. job made good money that's it you know they took pride in their work god new construction is just garbage jesus certain builders man and and and, and the only person that suffers from all that is the homeowner just gets well no Two people suffer from it. The homeowner right. suffers from it, and the service retrofit guy that comes back to fix said R&C company's install suffers from it. <laughs> right. I mean, most, you know, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's a high percentage of your your really good solid HVAC companies don't touch new construction. No, they quit doing but it. I don't want to sit on here and say, don't do new construction because it's got to be done and somebody's got to do it. And it's, it should be, it should just be more work for us to do out there. But, um, I think it's in figuring out how to help contractors and, you know, well, from contractors or distribution all the way through manufacturer. Um, how can you do a better job of negotiating, you know, things to be more in favor of the other partners because there's a lot of times where the manufacturer just negotiates the rest of it out so they can get the volume well what about the rest of us buddy what about the front lines here yeah i mean they're like if this if this hvac costs more the house will have to cost more no 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 not necessarily you have to make less yeah and that's not that's not that's not how it works everyone's entitled to like I said, if you right. do the job right and you do a good job, everyone's entitled to charge what it they're worth. I think there's just too big of a gap between the contractors and the builder. There is. Pay. Well, and there's there's a, I hate to say it, but there's, I see it with these builders every day. Builders don't, they don't half the time understand what their heating and trades guys actually have to do. Right. They just say, well, that wall's over there. We can't go through that wall. You're going to have to go around it somewhere. Well, where the hell would you like me to go around around it from, Mr. Contractor? 
Oh yeah, Ron and Doug working I mean, on a new house is <laughs> you know all they see is aesthetically what it looks like when it's finished. They don't right. see what we have to do in the walls, what we have to do in the attic, or what we have to do in the crawl, what the plumbers have to do, what the electricians have to do. They don't give a shit about any of that. They don't care. I mean, I used to go into a neighborhood that was probably three or four years old and do just, you know, whatever company put the duct work or put the system in, they done moved on. And now this lady's just reaching out to a random HVAC company because four of her bedrooms don't get any air. Yep. And I'd go in the attic and it would literally be a single run. Every room had a single run back to a two foot tall plenum. Yep. And there was no metal left on it. Yep. And they were footballed and they had dampers in them that were also footballed. Not sure how that works. It doesn't. Um, it just, it was like, it was just a mastic square. That's all it was. It was like three buckets of mastic holding it together, which does a great job, by the way, on that. Um, Speaking of that, I did see what, interesting. What are you supposed to do yeah, with that? Say, I saw an interesting new mastic tool this week. A pookie tool? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you Did you see the same one? No. Freaking uh, Midwest, like, pookie bit or whatever. <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> or it removes the screws. Yeah, <laughs> or well, well, it cuts, it cuts through it. the uh, cuts through the pookie to yeah. get to the screw. <laughs> pookie. I told uh, I told one of our warehouse guys that that that's the real name for what Mastic is. He's like, hmm? I said, oh yeah, hey Mastic, that's Pookie. I mean, is that the <laughs> is that the real one or is that just the other one? I don't know, dude. I hear so. I, huh. I've heard so many people from up north and Midwest and out and out west that all say that. I feel like we're the. I guess we're the dumbasses down here in the south that <laughs> say mastic, <laughs> right? So I always got a little golf reference on here. Um, I caught up on my uh, four play Barstool Sports podcast on the flight um i didn't they didn't really have anything funny it was a pretty serious show but we do have a lot going on in the golfing world we've got um the pga tour there's a lot of tours out there popping up to go against the pga tour somewhere for for the golfers to play and the the live tour which is the liv golf league so this thing is ran by Greg Norman. Ooh. He's the CEO, right? This is, and it's the the Saudi League, right? So Saudi Arabia League. Gotcha. I, I don't know where the LIV comes in, um, but they're throwing out like shit tons of money for players to play over there. They got eight tournaments this year, um, but it's very controversial because of saudi arabia right yep. like there's a lot that's happened there there's a lot of stuff that's just not good and so phil mickelson and several other pretty big names sergio they put in to play in this 
tournament coming up, the first one. Um, and the PGA Tour said, no, nah, you can't play in them. So if they go play, and we don't know if the PGA Tour is going to say, hey, you go play over there, you're done over here. Don't come back. And we're talking about some pretty good, pretty big names. Yeah. Um, so we don't know. We'll see who's, uh, of course, Phil is, you know, he's $40 million in gambling debt. So no. he, he just, needs some money. He needs some money. Like for real, like that's posted. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's going to be me I when I, I go to the casino this weekend. Dollars. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Ryan's going to go try it. You got to. You gotta try to beat my record on the digital oh, table. Oh, you trust me. I will be camped out at the old digital table at least two nights. What is it? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Dirty yeah, D rolls. Thirty-three. <laughs> that was yep. an impressive night. All right. So, what do we got coming up? So, uh, anything coming down the pipeline? Well, yeah. So, don't forget the hat giveaway we talked about earlier on the show. Yep. What's you giving away first? Charcoal? I don't know. I might let everybody pick. All right. So, we've got the charcoal and white Richardson, like you've seen Dennis and I both wear. We've got an all black Yupong. Another all-black Yupong, and then two Navy Yupongs. I think, yeah. So, yeah, Navy, black, or charcoal with white. And that's the same ones I got. Well, I got some Flex Fits, too. Yep, we only had we only had uh, two of those. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Flex Fixes went quick. And then you've also seen... Our good buddy from Global, Mr. Mr. Mark, the head VP in charge, uh, yep. busted out a, a charcoal and white Richardson at a golf tournament. So thanks for the support there, good buddy. We're sorry for uh, how badly Katie keeps treating you. <laughs> I keep seeing that uh, he keeps giving her fuel to the fire, but uh, I got a feeling... One day soon, he's going to come on this show and he's going to go after those ladies. He's oh, going yeah. to get even. <laughs> yeah, we got to have him on the show for sure. So what do we got? We got any guests coming up? Yep. Uh, looks like our buddy HVAC Foodie, who um, I know we we had we tried to get him on a show several months ago. And um, at the time, the company worked for didn't you know, wasn't, wasn't on board with that, but here recently he, uh, jumped on an episode with the guys from HVAC know-it-all as well as, uh, I think one of, one of his fellow employees or I'm not a hundred percent sure how it all works out. I haven't listened to the show yet cause I just saw it went up earlier this week and it's been a bit busy. Um, right. But yeah, HVAC foodie will be on the show next week. So he will get to be part of the, uh, the hat winner announcement. So that's kind of cool. I didn't think about Sweet. that. Um, and then we're working on one other guy that <laughs> we have played a podcast tag for, I think like three different episodes. We owe this guy to get on the show so bad. 
but I don't want to announce him because I have a feeling he's going to have some kind of crazy intro and it'll be funny as shit. Oh boy. Just, just seeing, seeing the things he does on, on Instagram. So yeah, he's a trip. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Our view, our views are up. Views are up. It's looking oh, good. Here, I can go see what we did. We, we had a, a day the other day. We almost cracked 200 for the first time in a day. Yeah, Wednesday, the 11th. That's crazy. 189 downloads on the 11th. Yeah, I remember awesome. when we were having like 13. I remember we had like 100 in a month. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's trucking along. Yeah, because we're, we're crossing the... Uh, cross the old 11K line. And we literally just announced 10, so thanks, everybody. Nice. Let's see... And that's just on Podbean. Yeah, that's so. just looking Podbean now. Spotify or or Anchor, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it'll continue to take off. It's just they just you've got to have time, time in the field. There's no substitute for time in the field, as a, a good uh, fellow salesman always says. That's um, right. That's off to you down in Georgia, buddy. One of these days, I'll catch you. Yep. One of these days He's, I'll catch uh, crushing you. It. But you know what? Uh, I appreciate having good competition. I'll say that. Um, let's see. See if we've had any uh, any out there listeners from a crazy new country. Oh, here we go. We got we oh, got yeah. a download from Morocco. Interesting. Oh wow! Spain. The Philippines. It's probably Sergio. I've been talking shit about him on here. There it is. Oh, Sergio. Four listens. You must have really got his attention. Yeah, he's not listening. <laughs> to <this show. laughs> no shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. We got 55 from Kansas. Kansas was our number one state this week. Hey, now. That is super random. Hey, now. Kansas number one, Illinois number two. So does that mean we're not in Kansas anymore? I think apparently we have come to Kansas. We are in Kansas now. Let's see. Huh. Yeah, Kansas number one, Illinois number two. We must have got to Chicago. We have some deep dish. That's God. That pizza y'all brought in today, dude. Oh. <laughs> What what was that brand? Who was that? They brought this pizza in. It had to be thirty six inches across, every bit of it. Oh, everybody got one slice. Well, no the the <laughs> uh, the thirty eight inch. There is a place in Charlotte's got a freaking thirty eight inch pizza. No, we did not bring that one in. I hadn't got one from that place in a long time. You were talking this one today. Like this was one, you huge. gotta put the seats down in the back of the freaking SUV to carry us damn pizza somewhere. Yeah, I had to Impressive. like fold it up. <laughs> I felt like I was making a paper airplane trying to eat this thing. Oh. And Grease was just running out. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was running down my arm. You're like, I'm trying I, to, I, I'm I, trying to pull gas fittings. <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to do a little work lunch. I was trying to pull orders and eat yeah, that. Yeah, I, I I'll take this. I'll just fold it up and carry it with me. 
Yeah, that piece of slice that that slice was oh, the place is on point. Tony Tony's Big Pizza.com. Tony's Big Pizza. Um so yeah, Kansas number one, Illinois number two, Georgia number three. And they're mm. tied with Texas. And then Northcat coming in number number five. So hey, at least we're uh South Carolina is the uh, the Duke's mayo in the sandwich there with seven. <laughs> <laughs> yep, now I'm hungry. Good job, Ryden. Now I want pizza and a turkey sandwich with mayo. Pizza and a turkey sandwich. <laughs> 12 o'clock at night. Jeez, it's already 12. Yep, wrap it Ooh. up. God, I got to get up early too. Uh, let's see. Still no one from Montana. No Wyoming. No South Dakota. No Arkansas. No West Virginia. So, yeah, I mean, we hit 40 out of 50 states this past no week. No West by. What'd you say? Oh, no. We got uh, we got two from Massachusetts. What about West by? Oh, West by God. Almost heaven. What, number one episode of the last week. So, HVAC Food East Canada? Yes. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm so pumped to talk about food, and I'm and I'm really curious to talk about what what he does. So apparently, he is a commissioning tech, which, if I understand correctly, for big stuff, for right? big big stuff. So you know, it's his job to go out and make sure it's starting up right and everything else is good to go. Sweet. So. You know, seeing some of the units he posts, you know, that are, you know, bigger than half our warehouse. Yeah, I'm definitely curious. Yeah, I want to ask him if he still approaches it just like anything else. Because it's all the same, but it's not. Yeah. Refrigeration is refrigeration, but more of it. Yep. Different controls. All right. Well, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess uh, thanks for get him on. Yeah, here. we'll get him on here. We appreciate everybody listening. Again, remember to go check out the post this weekend. Like us, follow us, tag a buddy and a beverage, and get you and your buddy a hat. Yes. Yes. And oh, you're gonna do two hats. Yeah, you and your buddy. That's what I'm saying. It's a twofer. All right. So this is one you really want to do. This one, guys, because you and your buddy get a hat. So there's got to be at least one friend of yours that you either stole a hat from at some point, and you owe him one, or you stole the cool one that some warehouse gave him. You know, hook each other up, get yourselves <laughs> a pair. What you, you know, when we've got two, we got two black hats and two navy hats. You guys could have matching hats. You could be twinsies. So, oh god. Yeah. Um remember, tag a buddy, like us, follow us, get him to like us and follow us, buddy in a beverage. Let's do this and give away some hats next week. Sweet. We'll give it away while we got foodie on the That's show. That's right. So, thanks for listening everybody. All right, see you later. Y'all.